Podcast Network Asia. So I want to Tinder date this with boy number one. And then boy number one suddenly pulls, pulls out a boy number two. And like, they're both cute. And I'm like, how do I suggest a threesome <laughs> without sounding like a whore? Let's talk about sex. Oh, yes. Love, relationships, and mental health. The Sexy Minds Podcast, hosted by the Philippines' all-time bachelor, DJ Tony Tony, and the country's sex therapist, Doc Rika Cruz, powered by Podcast Network Asia. <laughs> All right, welcome to another episode of The Sexy Minds. My name is Tony Tony. Doc Rika is away today, unfortunately, but uh, we want to thank also Podmachine.com making this possible. It's the simplest way to grow and edit your podcast. It's more affordable for your audio and video podcasts. You can create bulk videograms, TikTok, and IG reels for your episodes. It's inclusive of transcription and show notes. So they make it very, very simple. So all you have to do, you guys are starting one out, or maybe you have them, you want to transfer, check out podmachine.com. All right. Welcome back. And it's been a while since we've done an episode, I know. Doc Rika has been all over the world. She's been traveling and taking care of uncrewed.com. But tonight we have a special guest. And this is why I love social media apps. Because you never know who you're going to meet, who you're going to bump into. As long as you can carry conversation. I think online apps is a gateway to meet new people. It may be a hit and miss. Uh, more times a miss than a hit, but you'll meet some interesting people. And I've gotten to meet this person, Emma, and she has a great story about her experience. She's an, she's an FA for several years now. So we're going to nitpick and find out all about her experiences. And she says she's a late bloomer. If you're a late <laughs> bloomer listening to this podcast or program right now, you might be able to relate to her. So let's find out and we'll see what is in store for Emma. Hi, Emma. How are you doing? Hi, how are you? Good. Great. Thank you for doing this. I, I, I know I know you're out of the country. You're you're an FA, so your your schedule is pr- pretty erratic. You guys fly in and out in different countries and different time zones daily, weekly, for the whole year. So I know how crazy it can be for you. So thank you so much for doing this. Oh, thank you for having me. I hope my story, although to me it's quite uneventful, I hope it validates some people or they have the same experiences. (laughs) Well, I I think with anyone's experience, it's always great to hear it from a third person because not everyone will think that their experience is is interesting. And and when someone shares, which this podcast is all about, it's Mm -hmm. about uh, a safe space of inclusivity of intimacy getting to talk about your sex life or dating life yeah Yeah. so we'd like people to keep on talking about it so that you know they're more open i know being in the philippines it's very taboo to talk about Mm -hmm. just your 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 intimacy moments and your sex life just Mm -hmm. to anyone so hopefully this can continue because i mean we're having sex in this country the Philippines sure. people are having sex. There's 110, 20 million of us. Viva Max is doing very well. And <laughs> that kind of, you know, uh, platform is is hardcore non-dotted sex. So uh, we want to normalize it. Yeah, we want to normalize 
the actual act of communicating instead of doing it. And communicating is key to having a sustaining, at least one component into having a sustaining relationship. I agree. So, all right. So how is your dating life right now, currently? Right now, I am single. Actually, um, I've been single forever. Like I've never had a boyfriend and I'm 28. So (laughs) to some people, they find that really weird. But to me, I don't know, I guess it just didn't happen for me. But I used to think also before that there must be something wrong with me. Like, why am I so weird? And it's just only until recently, well, maybe like the last two, three years that I've come to accept, like, that's kind of okay. Like, there's nothing wrong with me. You know, I'm just going through life. Um, It's just, I would think that it's more of like my circumstances that brought me to like where I am today and not really a reflection of my character. Like, I stopped attacking myself for it. So yeah, so right now I'm single. It's kind of hard, I guess, with my job because I'm always displaced in a different like place all the time. Mm-hmm. So it's hard for flight attendants to actually have a sustainable relationship because it's hard to find a partner who would understand our odd hours or being around a lot of people all the time or different people all the time and meeting different people. So yeah, there's that trust element as well that I, I heard from other flight attendants that they find it so difficult for their partners who are non, like, not in the aviation industry to understand like our job and what it entails. Wow. That must, yeah. Uh, yeah, I guess it's a, it's a learning curve. Uh, right. But maybe because it's easier for you because you've always been single. So it's kind mm-hmm. of like a skill set that you've built. You've been single anyway. So doing True. this yeah. is like, okay, I'm experiencing other countries, other cultures through travel. So it, it might actually have done you well, you know, being mm-hmm. single. Uh, but I'd like to know, did you date in high school, college, or because you're not oh. an ugly, you're <laughs> not <laughs> ugly. Um, I, I love to show, you know, the, the audio doesn't do justice. Obviously you sound well, but I mean, she, she's a looker, guys. And so... You being single through high school and college, what were the circumstances then? Was it just you were really picky or you were Um, just very conservative type or? I wouldn't say I was on the conservative side. Um, I'm thankful that I have very chill parents. So I never had that, oh, I need to be like this or I need to be a certain way. I was pretty much free to do what I want. I had parents who never stopped me from having a relationship relationship they were just like as long as you keep your grades up do whatever you want you know like just be a good kid so i'm thankful for that i guess uh compared to my other friends who were like banned to have a boyfriend you know like traditional filipino families that you know graduate muna before you you have a boyfriend um in high school like most schools in the philippines it was not co-ed like it was an all-girls school so for us to meet boys, we'd have to have like soirees. I don't know if that was a thing for you. Like growing up, did you go to a co-ed school or something? Like for us, it was, um, you know, we, we had to find guys through like these soirees. And I did find some friends and I would say like there were guys that were interested in me. But I don't know, I, I wouldn't say I was picky, but I just didn't feel any connection with anybody. There was a guy in high school I did date, but we ended up being friends. I don't know. Something was off for me, but it turned out that he's gay. 
Oh, yeah, Yeah. it turned out that he was gay, but I mean, he's a good looking guy. But then I thought that was just he's just good looking, but I didn't realize he was gay. (laughs) He turned out gay, by the way. He came out like years after like high school. So, and then we ended up being friends. So, that was just like my only high school experience was with this guy. Like, we literally dated for like I would say two weeks. That's it. Wow, (laughs) which doesn't really count, does it? But like, he ended up being one of my good friends now. And I guess in college, well, college now I finally have like, you know, it was co-ed and I went to college in the Philippines and um, there were guys here and there. I used to party a lot in my earlier years. So I would meet a lot of guys, mostly in clubs, but I didn't really think much about it. Also, I didn't hook up with anybody in college. Like I was just partying, minding my own business. I was more of like one of the boys kind of girl. Like I would hang out with a lot of my boy classmates and go drinking. But I wouldn't say that they tried to hit on me. I think they just saw me as like friend, which is cool by me because I see them as friends. I did date some few guys in college. There was this one guy I met because I was selling a phone on like our school website or forum, like a chat. Okay. And when I saw him, I was just like, oh my God, this guy is so cute. <laughs> like, yeah. When I first saw him, I was like, oh my God. And then it was random because like our school is quite big. So it's like, you're just surprised by the amount of people you see every day. Like you'd think that people would look familiar or at least I'd remember somebody as good looking as him. I'd be like, oh, I must have seen him somewhere. But anyway, like we were talking for a bit. Um, I would say we kind of dated. And then it turned out like after a few months of talking into him, my friend asked me, like, let's say his name is uh, John, right? Okay. And I was saying, like, she asked me, like, oh, how are you? And then I was like, I'm good. I'm kind of seeing John right now. And she's like, like, John, I don't know, his full name. And then I was like, yeah. And she's like, he's dating my friend. And I'm like, he is? <laughs> oh, <laughs> shit. No way. That he was dating three girls at the same time. And we're all from different schools. So this guy is like, you know, the movie John Tucker. Yeah. yeah, <laughs> like, yeah. I got John Tuckered. <laughs> so oh, was, man. Yeah. Were you, so were, you, was, were you scarred, devastated emotionally, do you think? To a say point I, where... was, I was more of like, what the fuck? Like, yeah. <laughs> and then I was just like, I'm, I'm not going to talk to him. Like, I just said like, oh, I, I didn't even confront him about it. I just said like, oh, I don't think this is working out between us. So I think we should go separate ways. And this guy went all dramatic and started crying. And I'm just like, bro, we're not even together together. <laughs> like, can you relax? <laughs> so like, I don't know, but that was the end of it. And I remember a few months after that, I saw that he was dating another girl from my school. And I remember vividly telling her like what happened to me with this same guy. And she was just like, yeah, I heard the same things too, but maybe it's different this time, you know? And I, but you know, like girl to girl, I just wanted to like warn her that this was my experience and I don't want that to happen to her again. And to this day, they're still together, which I thought is whack because I wanted to be right. You know, like I wanted yeah, her yeah. to tell me and be like, Emma, you're right. Like, you know, so yeah. So that's the thing. That's what happened, I guess, in college. I would say that's the only dating relationship I had in college as well. And right after that, I moved out of the Philippines. And from then, I was just working in different countries. So it was kind of hard for me to, you know, build relationships with people because I'm always thinking, like, I might leave. Like, my job is just here for a couple months and then I'm going to go somewhere else. And then from there, 
have to go somewhere else as well. So I did go on a lot of dating apps during this time, but then it was kind of, I would say, a turnoff for guys when they found out that I'm not really based here, like I am leaving. And I guess I didn't give off the vibes that I was a one night stand kind of girl because, well, I wasn't a sexual person anyway. So yeah, I think that's what happened to me. And that's why I've been single all my life. <laughs> wow. Okay. So let's fast forward and talk yeah. about the apps. I mean, dating apps are, they can be a hit and miss, as I mentioned, but if you're single and more, I guess, open-minded about it and, and not so emotionally invested in every person you meet, they right. can do some good and they can do some damage as well. But share us your first experience with someone that you hooked up with. And when was this via app? Was the first person that you ever hooked up with on an app or <laughs> was it the traditional way of meeting someone at a bar or through a All friend? Right. It's kind of psycho. So the first person I hooked up with was, oh, wait, I forgot to mention, I did um, kind of like, I also dated one of the, this guy, like, I think it was when I was in Singapore, I met him in Singapore on holiday. Okay. He was also there on holiday. And I would say like, we really hit it off. Like if I were to say that there was one guy that I really connected with on an emotional level, it would be him. And I remember that because like we were living in different, like, countries at the time it was more of like a fling but i would say like we didn't we didn't hook up like we were just talking and then we would just maybe get physical a little bit like kissing and stuff like that but never like, like hooked up so this guy became one of my really good friends and because yeah we we lived separately we just kept in touch at least online and i visited him on layover when i was in london a couple times and at this point in our lives like he already had like a girlfriend and I wanted to see him like where I was in town. And then I messaged him and I was like, Hey, Andrew, I'm in town. Uh, do you want to meet up? And he's like, yeah, sure. Uh, do you mind if I bring my girlfriend along with me and my, my best friend? And I was just like, yeah, why not? Like, I don't mind. Like we're all friends. And we were having dinner and his, I guess it's normal for, let's say like a girl to notice that how close your boyfriend is with another girl. <laughs> and picked up on it so we like we were like chatting and stuff like that and then she was just looking at me like how do you guys know each other and, oh shit right so i wasn't i honestly wouldn't take offense if he lied and said like oh emma's my cousin you know like he can say and pull out any lie out of his ass and i wouldn't be offended just anything to have him avoid an argument with his girlfriend so he didn't answer so i I tried to answer like a very general answer. I said, oh, we met in Singapore, which is true. So she was just like, oh, okay. So did you guys study there together? And I was just, you know, like, bro, can you say something? You know, like, I don't want to, it's not my place to, you know, say anything to your girlfriend. I don't care what you told her. I don't know what you told her. So suddenly, like, he jumped in and said like, oh, I met Emma because we dated. And then I swear the room felt so silent. <laughs> she looked so angry and like she was about to like start a scene I saw. But then Andrew was just, like holding her hand and like trying to calm her down. And then I turned to the other side of the table and I started talking to his best friend. I was like, is this bad? Like, what is going on? And he, like, they're like, should I leave? Like, you I know, think, but then it went yeah, I, I would think that for a very secure person not just mm -hmm. a female but a very secure person would it not take offense to it because you, he could have gone around her back 
and had dinner with you without her. But the fact, the mere fact that exactly. he brought her. But obviously, depending on the conditioning, how a girl grows up or how an individual grows up, when it comes to exes and what their narrative is, oh, can they, are they hooking up? They'll always think the worst instead of the best, depending on their experiences. Mm -hmm. So I'm sure True. she had a knife under the table, the steak knife ready to gut you up. <laughs> yeah, what did you tell the best friend? Like, Sorry? Should I leave? Should I leave? At the best friend, obviously, I would say he knew at least like... Andrew probably told the best friend, like, we dated. But yeah. I don't know why he didn't brief his girlfriend. <laughs> like, he could have at least mentioned it, you know, like, if she was cool with it or something. Anyways, that was the first time that I met the girl. And then I visited London a couple times after that. And one of my visits after that, I don't know, I just felt a little bit psycho that I saw him being all sweet to his girlfriend. And I thought, like, you know, that should be me. Like... Why is she oh, getting shit. all the nice attention. attention from him? That could have been me. I know. So I know that was very like psycho of me. But then <laughs> after a night out of drinking, me, uh, it was also with the same people. So it was him, his girlfriend, his best friend, and then me. We went out for drinks. I don't know if you can tell where this story is going. <laughs> but like we all ended up in Andrew's place. And, you know, it was time to go to bed and he went into the room with his girlfriend and I was in the living room with his best friend. So, ta-da! So he was kind of like the first guy I hooked up with. So the best friend? And, yeah. Because the best friend was hot too. So I was thinking like, <laughs> and like he was just there and then like, <laughs> so it was the best friend. It's not even the guy I actually really liked. It was yeah, exactly. Yeah. That's then, what I was like. I it was just was so a, random because I was. I thought the plot twist was going to be like, Okay, so I, I we drank knew. a little. We drank the a little. Just kidding. <laughs> yeah, I was like, and then we. I thought you're gonna be sharing the same room with the girl and the best friend and the and the boyfriend. I'm gonna be in one room, and then you ended up hooking up with the girlfriend. But no, that's not the case. <laughs> Wait, okay, so you hook up with the best <laughs> friend, and that would have been. How was that? That was, was that mm -hmm. your? Is that was that is that your first sexual experience? Yeah. So, like, I didn't tell him anything. Like, it just happened. And then I wouldn't say this one. I wouldn't say, like, we went all the way. Like, it was more of just, like, oral when it happened that time. Oral for you or oral yes, for him? Like, um, you have a condom. And I said, I don't have one. And both of us. Oh. So, it was oral for both of us. And how was that? Was like literally my first time. Oh like, wow! For everything. Wow. Like, and and you. Um, I I would say it was okay. Was this your first? I don't no? know if you. If, yeah, I don't know if you reached orgasm, mm -hmm. but was this okay. your first? Was this the first time you actually? Yeah. Yes. Had anyone down there? Not even you. It was my first time. Yeah, it was my first time for everything. Like, um, yeah, literally. No, me, I would say like, yeah, I, I mean, no, before I would, like, it was, before it was just like fingering from another guy. But okay. this one is just like, his face was all up there. I wow. Was, I was completely naked. You know, I was okay. just like, pretty much most, like, I would say 80% of the whole production. 
right? Like all in one go. And yeah, so it was, and then the next morning it was just like, oh, bye. You know, like we were like flirting a little bit the next morning. And the funny thing is, is um, Andrew's girlfriend, um, that his girlfriend at the time is a photographer. And she asked me, uh, we ended up being friends, by the way, the girl, like, I think she got over hating me from the start. <laughs> um, she asked me if she can like take some portraits or pictures of me. And she got in some photos with the best friend and me. And then I was just funny because like Andrew was watching us like take pictures and then they looked kind of like, um, you know, moody pictures, like you're in the room, you know, like looking into each other kind of thing. And then yeah, yeah. girl and I don't follow each other on Instagram. Yeah. But yeah, so the next morning it was just like, okay, well, I got to go back. So it's nice seeing you guys. See you again next time. And that was the last time I saw all of them until I, I think about two years ago where I met Andrew again. But this time um, when I saw him, I messaged him and his girlfriend. So it's not like I'm going behind his girlfriend's back being like, I'm meeting up with your man without you. So I messaged the girl as well and saying like, Hey, I'm going to London for the weekend. Um, you guys going to be there? And she's like, sorry, no, I'm actually out of town with my mom. Andrew's in town though. So I was just like, well, I'm not going to meet up with him without you unless they've broken up or something. But then I just didn't want to say anything. So by the time I got to London, Andrew replied and said like, hey, do you want to meet up? So I was just like, okay. So I met up with him in the afternoon and we we were walking and stuff and i said so how are you guys and he was like mm, not so good so they were like on the verge of breaking up oh at that time. damn oh and damn i don't know who initiated the kiss but like one like one second later we were making out and i don't know we didn't hook up though <laughs> i don't know who initiated it was it me or him but anyway we were making out a lot there was a lot of sexual tension there and the funny thing is is because we've never hooked up hooked up like with this guy but like this is the one that i had like a really strong emotional connection with yeah and he didn't want to invite me over to his place because his roommate was there so i was just thinking like wow, what if his roommate wasn't there i would have probably gotten like the best sex of my life with this guy because like you know it's just it was one of those things that i haven't conquered this guy like and i really want to <laughs> but you know the timing was just never right with him for like how many years i've known him and yeah and then after that like i went back to base because i was there just on layover and oh yeah I, I realized that him and his girlfriend broke up like maybe just shortly after that and i just knew i knew it my name came up in their co last conversation <laughs> I had a feeling she knew that I was in London. I met up with him. And I think that was her 13th reason. Like, goodbye. <laughs> so, oh, man. And then yeah, you, was you've never hooked up with him until now. Never, don't you? Never. And oh, my God. The funny thing is now we, we're still friends, like at least on yeah. social media. Well, I hope so. I hope, I hope so. I hope you're still friends considering that you guys were friends. Yeah, we're friends. For I I met him when I was twenty, so like almost ten years now. Yeah. So, um, and the funny thing is, his current girlfriend's name—you'll never guess—it is also Emma. No way! <laughs> like six was it six months ago? I was in the Philippines, and he was doing like um, 
Yep. And he was in the Philippines as well. And I was there and he messaged. I was just like, yeah, we could. And I was like, what brings you here? And he said like, oh, I'm, you know, visiting family and also Emma's with me. And I'm like, okay, well, just to be clear, is Emma two okay with meeting Emma one? And he was like, yes, I told Emma two about Emma one, which is me. (laughs) So at least like we established that I am Emma number one, (laughs) technically. He said, yeah. And did you guys meet up? You. And I was like, okay, good. Because we don't want to repeat yeah. of, you know, your last relationship. <laughs> no, we didn't. Like, which, come to think of it, it's better that we don't meet up because I don't have time. Oh, man. That's, that's, that's something you gotta scratch off your bucket list. Okay, with meeting Edma number two. It's just like, oh, it's better we just not meet up. Yeah. I saw him was like, there and like, you know, we don't know where our lives will take us and we'll just be each other's sneaky link. Hi, anong trip mo? Gusto mo ba magdamagan o quickie lang? Ay, you don't understand Tagalog. I'm sorry. What I'm trying to say is this dirty slot right here wants to get their ass sore. Can you do it? <laughs> quickie PH Season 4, coming February 12, 2022, with an English version release every Thursday of the following week. Quickie PH, available on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Okay, so after Andrew, what has transpired so far? I'm sure you're probably what age now? Well, going into from you, you were when you when you hooked up with that guy, Andrew's best friend. You were twenty. Yeah, twenty five. Twenty five. Okay, so what has happened from twenty five onwards? How has your <gasps> sex life been? So after that. Let me, see, let me just think about it properly. Oh, yeah. So same, same. Like I would just meet random guys either online or like friends of friends. One time, um, oh my God, like after that, I was living in Oman for quite some time. And because I was like, I was living in so many different cities. And for a while there, I was like, it was my first time like in the Arab world. And I met an actual like royal royalty person. Okay. And I won't say which country, but it was like, yeah. you know, like an actual royal. And he offered that I become his second wife. And I was What? just like, wow. And I was just like, oh my God, like our children will be like your highnesses. Because like people were calling him like your highness and stuff like that. And I'm like, oh my God, we met on a boat. So I was just thinking like, I thought I was just one of those boat bitches, you know, like on those super yachts. And you're just like yeah. vibing on boat with like a bunch of like billionaires and i'm just thinking like i never thought i'd be offered to be a second wife <laughs> but wow. then i was just like this is not for me so i was just like talking to him and one of my friends was dating another like one of the royal family people so he was like one of the family part of the family and they were properly dating and then like obviously she got the whole experience like she got a rolex like she got a car and stuff like that and i'm thinking like Well, this guy's not giving me anything. So why do I have to give him anything? So I was just like vibing on the boat, you know, having unlimited cocktails served by my personal bartender. So I was just like, I'm just here for a good time. Like, I'm not going to properly date this guy. So and in the end, eventually, like I got called for to move to another country anyway. So I was just there like in transit. So to me, like, what was the point? Although it was very inviting because he was asking me like, where do you want to live? Like, I can just put you in a house up there and I'll visit you. 
as often as I can. And I'm thinking like, this is like a fairy tale. Like all I have to do is just like be his wife on paper. And I just have to sit there and be pretty. And like, <laughs> it was very inviting. Like, honestly. Was he good looking at least? I would say he's, he's, he's average. Average. Uh, what happened was actually, I, I just didn't like the fact that he was already married. And technically I would be, you know, literally the second wife. And because like, he's from like, you know, the Royal family, we cannot be seen like with them. So whenever we're like on the boat, like we go on like a little boat that would take us to the even bigger boat. And it's like all super secure. Like, you know, you, you, it's just customary not to take pictures while you're there. So it's so sad because like when I lo look back to this day, I just tell my friend who was on the boat with me, like, can you believe like that was our life back then? But we couldn't have like videos or pictures of it, you know, because like they they'd be in it so i was just like yeah it's just all in our memories now and there was this one time that i, th I remember it was like halloween night and i was at this um club that they owned and everybody was there and i was invited like uh last minute then because he he thought that i was at work and then i was just like no i'm just actually on standby and then he's like okay i'll have my driver pick you up and then i was like okay i'll get ready like 30 minutes I went down and this like nice ass Ferrari picked me up and it brought me to like the beach area where they had this uh, club and I was there and then like I was I was escorted to obviously like the very v VIP area where nobody else can see you and he was there and like the other members of like the royal family that were there like some billionaires were there and then I was like okay cool so I said um hi so I said hi to everybody that I knew there and then I said I'm gonna go say hi to some of my friends by the bar and he was like, I'll come with you. And I'm like, you sure, bro? Like, yeah. And I, but then he had like um, a mask on. So I was just like, okay. So he came out and I saw some of my friends. And then he took off his mask in front of everybody and started like hugging me and stuff like that. And I just knew that what if I end up dead in a ditch tomorrow? Like somebody might come find me. His wife was from some other Arab family as well. Apparently I heard she's psycho. And I'm like, what if she finds out? Like, what if this gets to her and she has me killed or something? So I was yeah. just like, well, this is probably my last day seeing him. Oh, God. And sure enough, it was my last day seeing him. Because after that, like, I mean, he just asked me like, hey, did you get home safely? La la la. And then that was the last time I saw him. Like, I'm pretty sure 100%, like, it got to the higher ups of the family and they got pissed. <laughs> so, yeah. But you didn't hook up with then. him at all? No, 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 we didn't. Like, we would just probably be like making up and stuff like that, like on the boat after a couple of drinks and stuff. Yeah. But that was it. That could have um, been a crazy life if you had taken that offer. I could just, I know, I I could just see yourself. Well, you obviously wouldn't be here right now. Yeah. Time. You'd be stuck somewhere, wherever island or whatever country you're yeah. in, in your own house. Yeah. Probably with kids. Yeah, my little <laughs> highnesses. <laughs> yeah, living a secret life, right? Like, yeah, yeah. technically, I would have been living a very secret life. Like nobody would know who I am or something. But yeah, I don't. I didn't want that kind of life. And even my friend, like who was dating one of the royal families, she was just like, "This is not for me." She's European, so she's just like, "No, like I want." like a husband who is just mine you know like technically she would have also been like second wife as well because at that time the guy she was um dating was engaged to somebody else who was also like 
obviously from another like royal family or something like that. And he didn't want to marry that girl. So he was dating my friend. But she was just like, no, nah, this life isn't for me. So we both like, you know, we left it, I would say, on good terms. It was just more of like, well, your family found out about us. So <laughs> goodbye. <laughs> good riddance. So it, it, it just ended there. Yeah. So then okay. I moved to another country and it was same thing. Like I would just meet people randomly and stuff like that. I would say like my next like hookup would have been like, you know, earlier I told you it was more of like just 80%, right? Yeah. So now this would like, we're getting into the hundred percent experience. Okay. But cause that one was under the influence of alcohol, right? Of the course. percent one. So the 80%, the hundred percent one was even more alcohol. Oh shit. Okay. <laughs> what happened was like, so I was already working in like another airline. I was in a different country and I flew with this Korean girl and we were actually going to Korea. So she was like, going back to her country for fun and uh, we were all going on layover and i was talking to her and she we were just talking and she asked me like oh so are you seeing anybody i said no actually i'm not i'm just like you know vibing and she was just like oh you should meet like um this guy like maybe he's your type so i was just like okay show me his instagram profile and i thought like oh he is cute so I said like, okay, so I, I'll send him a message. And she said like, actually, I think he would be like in Korea, like right now. And he's probably going to be like going back the same day you come back. I was like, no way. And she was like, yeah, just send him a message. So I sent him a message and we basically made plans to meet up in Korea. And then when I met up with him, his English wasn't very good. So it was mostly just you know, what little Korean I know okay. and what little English he knows and a lot of Google Translate. That's basically how like we had most of our conversations. And I was just yeah. thinking like, okay, I am obviously not going to date this guy because like it's impossible to have a relationship with him. But then again, he is cute and we're drinking. So I was just like, you know what? Let's just go for it, you know? So I had, we both had one too many so juice. Oh gosh. Where like it was just a blur to me, but I remember going into like like some shady ass motel. But motels are quite popular in Korea, actually. Like it's not as shady as we think motels are in like the Philippines in yeah. Korea. Korea and Japan, like they're quite normal, actually. So I was just like, and it wasn't like I would say it wasn't super sketchy. Like it was quite nice, <laughs> or what at least what I remember. And then, like, it just all happened, like, just everything. And then I remember, like, crawling back to my hotel room. Like, he put me in a cab to go home. And I ended up in my hotel room. And then the next morning, I was just like, oh, my God. Like, I, I did the whole thing. You know, I just realized. And then I met the first person I told was my best friend. And I said, like, oh, my God, I did it. And she was like, the whole thing? I said, yes everything and if i I actually remember like she asked me like how was it and she because she knows i was in korea and you know what they say about like korean guys and she was like was it big and i was just like actually it was no like it wasn't so i was like i would say it was like you know when you say you you're riding the bike for the first time so i said like like I, I was on training wheels, you know, <laughs> like it's, oh, not, damn. It's, so, it's not like taking my driver's test on a bus, you know, I was like, uh, <laughs> it was like, so I would say the experience was like 
okay. But but honestly, like I would say that I did enjoy it, but it's just like I don't remember much of it, honestly. I really don't. And and that's your first time. So it's hard to compare something that you've never right? experienced to something, right? That you've had. Yeah. So to compare that, which is what other people may seem little or average Mm-mm. to you, you can't say, oh, it was, it was, unless it was a micro penis. And then, no, 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 I wouldn't, no, I wouldn't say that. I would just yeah. say it was smaller because, like, from the Andrew's best friend, like, I remember it was like a reasonable size. Like, I was like, okay, this is, this is okay. And then after that was obviously like much smaller. So I was thinking, like, oh, it's okay. I, d- I still enjoyed it. Well, at least it's much smaller. I know, <laughs> but anyway, it's, so it's not, it's not a vente, vente. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. So I was like, okay, this is fine, you know. And then I remember, like, I I got a little bit of anxiety after because, like, I remember we had sex unprotected. So I was thinking, like, no know, like, fucking way. Yeah, it was oh unprotected. So I was like, you have a little out. Korean boy by now. Stop. So I was like freaking out a bit. So. I remember asking him, I was just like, did you like come inside me or something? You know, I was like panicking. Yeah. Yeah. And he was like, no, not, not, not inside. I was just like, okay. So I was just like, still, I was very paranoid because I was actually taking birth control, but I used, well, obviously I wasn't having sex back then, but like I was taking birth control for like skin reasons because it gave me nice skin. So anyway, I was on the pill and I never take it on time. And I heard that's like really bad. Like you could get pregnant from like yeah. just not taking it like at the right time. So I was like, shit, this is not good. So I asked him like, can I get like the morning after pill in Korea? And he was like, no, you, you need like a doctor's prescription for that. And I was just thinking like, fuck, I have to go to work in like three hours. Like there's no time to go to a doctor and like do all this but he was reassuring me and saying like don't worry like you're not pregnant like i was just like you don't know like you don't know my life like you don't know that this is like technically my first time so i was just like okay so i was just like you know trying to calm myself down like it's gonna be okay but still i was just like no this is not okay with me so the next flight i did i was like in like arab country right so i was thinking like well i'm back in you know, Muslim world. So I was thinking like, it's haram to have like pills like this. So I was just panicking. So I was trying to ask a bunch of my friends who are like in Europe or Australia, US, like if they can get me like plan B or something. Yeah. And they were like, yeah, sure. We'll look for it. And like three people replied and said like it was sold out or out of stock or something like they didn't have it. So I was like freaking the fuck out. So I was just like, okay, these things work up until like a certain number of hours only 72 hours exactly so it was 72 hours so i was yeah. thinking like okay so i'm panicking and then i don't know why but i messaged one moroccan friend of mine because i know she's still, like all about the whole life so i was just like girl can you help me out and she's been living in like you know she's arabic so i was just yeah. like girl can you help me out and she was just like oh my god i got you you just have to go to this like let's say this branch in like this city and i'm just like you mean the one that's just like five minutes away? She's like, yeah, that pharmacy has it. And I was just like, so I went straight there, hopped on a cab. And I was just like, I didn't know what to say because like, you know, this is literally like first time for me, like everything. So I wrote down like on my phone, like I didn't want to say it out loud because, yeah. you know, so I was like so embarrassed. So I wrote down my phone. I put plan B slash emergency contraceptive, you know, stuff like that. And I just showed it to the, the pharmacist. 
And literally, they were just like, how many do you need? And I'm like, how many do I actually need? They're just like, you just need to take one. And I'm like, one, please. So I took it immediately. Like, that was like the easiest thing ever. And I was just thinking like, I was stressing for two days for nothing. And it was just like five minutes away with no prescription. And then I took it and I swear to God, I pulled like all my math brain cells to try to calculate like the time difference from the time I did it in Korea to the time difference here or wherever I was. And like, I tried to do the math and guess how many hours I took it? 69. Oh my gosh. Out of all the freaking numbers, my favorite number is 69. 69. And I'm like, I was just three hours shy from missing. Shit. (laughs) Have a little soju boy. Yeah. Oh my goodness. If you girls are listening to this. I was freaking Lesson learned. Either... Yep. Don't drink yeah. for the first time mm-hmm. doing it or keep protected. I know. Might have I, a little thinking, junior. I know. I was thinking like, oh my God, this is like, I, I mean, if you think about it, like, you know, it's like technically this was my first time because like I was like half a virgin when I met him. So yeah. I was thinking like my experiences would definitely not be like what you would say ideal, but then come to think of it, what experience is ideal? You don't really know. So I was just like, you know, this is, this is what happened for me. And for some time I, I I didn't feel so good about it. I was thinking like, huh, like that was it. Like, you know, that that's my experience. I I wasn't so happy about it, but like after that, I was thinking like, I don't want to dwell too much on like the first, I'd rather dwell on like the best, you know? So I would like, move on from this, you know, meet somebody else and it would just work out much better. Like I would have a better experience. And after that, I, I'm trying to think. Oh yeah. Then I hooked up with another Korean guy after that. So you're on the Korean vibe, huh? Yeah. Like there was, I had a a little Korean phase going on. Yeah. 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 (laughs) So like the second Korean guy was like, oh, this one was random as well. So I was like on Tinder and then I met up with this guy and I thought he was cute. And we met up and again, same problem. Like we couldn't communicate after this. I, but then this second guy was more of like very, like more of a gentleman or maybe because like we weren't drinking as much. He kept his distance from me. Like he wasn't so like, you know, like, should we hook up? So I was just like, we were just chatting. And then he said like, oh, I'll ask my coworker to come meet us later. And I was like, yeah, sure. So I asked my friend also like, you know, just get a group going. So I asked my friend, hey, do you want to come over for some drinks? Because we were just at this bar. And she canceled on me, but his friend came over. And his friend is even hotter than him. So oh, thinking, shit. <laughs> so you know where this is going. So like, so I was chatting with both of them. And it was just so funny because like, I remember like one of the servers in the, uh, at the, that bar was Filipino. And he looked at me and he was just like, Mom, seen the Jen. <laughs> they were trying to figure out like who I was actually with because like they were both good looking. So I was thinking like I don't know like I both? technically hmm yeah both? they were both cute yeah so I was I, thinking I, like I, I I'm hoping where the story's going. Wait wait so like I messaged my friend I was updating her I was saying like girl you will never believe what happened so I want to Tinder date this with boy number one. And then boy number one suddenly pulls, pulls out a boy number two. And like, they're both cute. And I'm like, how do I suggest a threesome <laughs> without sounding like a whore? And she was just like, oh my God, do it. You know, I, and we ended up in their hotel room. And it was just me and these two guys in the hotel room. And then we were like continuing the drinks there. 
And I'm thinking like, okay, so what's what's going to happen? And I, and I can feel the vibe that boy number two was like flirting with me. And boy number one was, was kind of getting like more quiet because boy number two spoke more English. So like at least like our conversations were much, much better, right? Yeah. Yeah. And boy number one suddenly said like, okay, well, um, we got work tomorrow. Um, boy number two will bring you home. So I was thinking like, boy number one was my Tinder date. And the fact that he's asking his friend, boy number two, to bring me home. Yeah. Like he's basically like letting me go. Like he's letting yeah. his bro have me. Yeah. I was thinking like, all right. So I was just like, I didn't think much about it. I thought he was just actually going to bring me home. And then when we got home, it was um, already like three past three in the morning. And in my building, like we cannot have like guests of the opposite sex past three. So I told him like, I can't invite you up because it's past like visiting hours. And he was just like, oh, okay, well, do you want to stay over at my place? <laughs> and I was just like, Right. So basically, like he drove me to my place and he just drove back to his hotel only for us to decide, like, well, I guess I'm going to sleep over there. And then we just started making out. And um, yeah, basically, like he was my technically third, second, third guy that I hooked up with. And how was and that? Was it better than the first, second, third? He was, I would say, really nice. Like, I would say he was better than the second first and second okay. and also like kind of surprisingly korean he had a big dick so i was like okay and he knew how to use it well so i was like okay so i had fun with this guy and this is the guy that i was kind of like sleeping around with for like a good two months and then um i got busy with work and so did he okay. um so we didn't see each other often for a while but we still kept in touch at least online and then, so this was happening, I think, last year, like summer of last year. And it was, um, I think, in January when I decided to message him and just, you know, wanted to see if he wanted to meet up, you know. And uh, I was talking to him about my other friend, who, by the way, is like super tall, gorgeous girl. And I was saying like, oh, you should like, you know try him you know because he's really good and it's not yeah. like i'm dating him so it's not like I, i'm gatekeeping him right yeah, so i was yeah. just like if you ever meet up with him he's like he's really nice and she's like oh really so she was joking and saying like theoretically like what if we got into a threesome and we both like go for him i was thinking like that would be actually okay like i mean we're good friends and i don't mind if we ended up in that situation yeah and then i was like i don't mind i'm comfortable and she was like yeah me too like i don't care so i was just like okay so i messaged him and i remember i was like in a beach club with that girlfriend of mine and i messaged him and i said like hey where are you and he was like oh i'm actually in dubai right now and i said oh like i'm in abu dhabi for the weekend i told him and i said do you want to come meet up and he was just like, yeah, sure. And basically, this is just an hour away from each other. And he was like, okay. So he basically canceled his plans in Dubai to come drive to Abu Dhabi to meet up with me that evening. And I didn't ask him to cancel his plans. He just did. And he said, like, I'm coming tonight. And then I said, okay. Well, and then he asked me what time we could meet up. And I said, like, nine o'clock. And he said, okay, cool. So we were talking a little bit. And then he said, like, I'm having trouble finding a hotel in Abu Dhabi. And I said, like, well, you know, the rules with my apartment, like you, we can't, you can't sleep over. And he was like, yeah, I know. So 
basically he tried to like renegotiate and said like, can I meet you earlier than nine? And honestly, I couldn't because like I had like this um, prior engagement to at like seven and I only finished at nine. So I told him again and I said, no, I can't. Like I said, I can only meet you nine onwards. And he flipped out. He was saying like, you are unbelievable. Your everything with you is non-negotiable. Like you're uncompromising. And I was just like, I was just like, where is this coming from? Like, you know, I haven't seen you in like six months and like, you're suddenly pissed at me. And then he said like, I don't want to see you tonight. I'll see you next time. So I left it at that. So I just thought like, okay, so it's not going to work out today. I just saw the message and didn't reply. Like, there's not much to me to reply to. Like, I'm not going to beg and say like, no, please come. Like, I'm not going to do that. So I just thought that our schedules didn't line up and we'll meet next time. So three hours later, I was already like, you know, in with my friends doing what I had planned originally. And I saw that my phone had a notification and I thought like, oh, maybe his plans changed or maybe like he found a hotel and he wants to meet up and bang me and my friend. And then he Ah. said, like, literally his message was just Ah. like, you are so rude. Don't ever talk to me again. And I was just like, Lord. And I showed my friend and he was like, man, he doesn't know what he's missing. He could have gotten like two girls in one. (laughs) That's a a tip for all you guys out there. (laughs) <laughs> that's a tip if you are in a relationship with a girl that you've banged before and she's open to bang and she can't meet you at a certain time don't be mad at her because there, be there could be a kinder surprise somewhere exactly he could have had like me and then my other friend he could have had two flavors in one night <laughs> it was just so funny because like honestly i was just more of like because I've never dealt with a situation like this. I've never had another person be this angry with me because like, I'm just like, I don't know if you, you know me, I'm just like chill. Like, I mean, I don't think too much into things. Like I don't take offense to a lot of things. I'm just very chill. And I think you're not emotionally involved. I think that's. Yes, exactly. I'm not emotionally involved person. So literally my emotions are just very like neutral. Right. So I to deal with somebody like this who's like this, I'm sorry, psycho. I was just like, girl, what do I say? And then my friends were just like telling me like, like stop talking to him. Like don't talk to him ever again. But I felt the need to like try to explain myself. So I said, basically like, first of all, I told you what time I was available and you said, okay. Second, I didn't ask you to cancel your plans. You cancel it on your own. And third, you could have easily just said like, oh, our schedules didn't line up we'll see each other next time. Simple as that, you know, but he got angry. So I was saying like, why is he angry? And my friend is basically saying like, I think he's upset because he realized that, you know, like he's not your priority. Like he would cancel and drop his life for you, but you wouldn't do that for him. And I'm saying like, but he's not my man's like, he's yeah. not my boyfriend. And even if he was my boyfriend, at least we would like communicate and just be like, well, it's not, gonna work out today babes you know we'll see each other another yeah. time yeah simple I, as that i i don't know why he's so pissed at, at the I don't know also there's no relationship you know exactly and, like to this day it's a mystery to me like why was he so pissed and, you, and you, yeah you clearly stated the time you were available yes and the time that you'd be free and yeah. you, he's merely a hookup for the past two months hooking yeah. up and yeah. six months later does he think that 
there's something more than just a hookup. Yeah. That's what I don't understand. But for him to just to to blow his his top off and and, and be angry at you, right? Is totally uncalled for because it's just a hookup. There, there shouldn't be any drama or toxicity in uh, a very, very mature and secure setting. Right. In terms of, you know, you right. know, you you know where you both stand. There's mm-hmm. no relationship. There's no boyfriend. There's no girlfriend. Yeah. So that's that. And yeah, he lost out on two, not just one, on two women. <laughs> Mind you, my friend is drop dead gorgeous. I'm thinking like. No oh fucking way! This, this, yeah. Has she slept with Filipino guys? Sorry. Has she slept with Filipino guys? My friend, mm, no, not Filipino guys. She slept with Korean guys. Oh, okay. she slept okay. with Europeans, obviously. Some Americans. She's American. Next, so. next time you bring her to Manila or Philippines, <laughs> you gotta go on. You gotta go on the apps and find a Filipino guy that's that doesn't mind <laughs> your schedule being. Really being after hours somebody um, understanding you know <laughs> yes yes at any time and who wouldn't be pissed about me not yes. meeting up at a certain time exactly some guy that's single and has all the time in the world that's after midnight is is, is and there's a lot of guys out here i'll introduce yeah. you i'll introduce you <laughs> Hello mga kapitbahay, I'm Natalie from Kodazers, a podcast that discusses diverse topics that deal with the Gen Y and Gen Z experience on growing up, adulting, dating, sex, relationships, family, culture, and social issues. Check out Kodazers on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and other podcast streaming platforms. Now, back to the episode! This was the last um, time. No, actually, there was somebody in between him. Okay. Like, there was this one guy. He was technically, like, I would say, like, my classmate in, like, um, like I don't know. It was, like, flight attendant training, right? He was my classmate. And, honestly, he was, like, everyone's favorite because this guy, he's, he's Spanish. He's literally, like, one of the most beautiful men I've ever seen. Wow. Like, okay. like literally, he's, like, model- gorgeous okay tall handsome awesome beard beautiful hazel eyes like we're talking celebrity levels of handsome and to me i was just thinking like yeah he's cute but like you know me like i'm kind of like asexual so i was just like okay he's hot i'd talk to him but like if i don't feel anything i won't be interested so but at that point we were just friends right and i remember like i flew with this one um manager she's bi but she's married to she's married to a guy but her husband knows that she's bi and basically she was telling me on the flight that oh my husband is okay with me sleeping with girls and i was thinking like are you offering something (laughs) and she's just like and then basically we just became friends you know i mean you know these europeans they're very like I guess open. Yeah, they're they're very very. <laughs> yeah, liberating. the Germans are quite open. So I was thinking, okay, cool. So you know, I was just I didn't think much about it, and then we, but we ended up being like sort of friends with this lady. So after some time, like we were all in this bar, and she she actually flew with me and that really good looking classmate of mine, and 
she kind of targets well because she's bi you know so she she goes both ways and she yeah. thought that Man, this guy is handsome and she's telling me that you know well i'm not allowed to like sleep with guys but i am allowed with girls and oh, you know wow. if you're open to it i'd love to spend a night with you and you can have a night with him but i'll just watch you and i was just like in my head, I was just like, is this a joke? <laughs> like, like, is, the, is this like... Why does that shit happen to me? Why doesn't my coworkers <laughs> tell me, hey, can we wanna... see each other and you can watch? I'm like, yo. <laughs> like, me, I was just like, I was just thinking like, man, like, okay. I was just like trying to process it, right? Because like, obviously this is, again, all new to me. And I was thinking like, okay, whatever. I didn't think much about it. And then after a few weeks, we saw all of, like, we saw everyone at the club. And it was just like this random event that somehow everybody ended up there. And she was there and he was there. And she was like, oh, hey, you know, I think she orchestrated this event. Actually, like she kind of planned it in her head. And then me and that guy, actually, me and that classmate, we've made out before a couple of times, like over some drinks. And this is technically the third time I'm out again, okay. seeing him and we're both kind of drunk and we just ended up making out. And she was there and basically she said like, Hey, you know, let's go hang out. And she, we, we, she initiated that the three of us go to another bar, you know, more quiet so we can talk. Oh, lounge. Lounge. <laughs> now she, now again, she was joking around and making the proposal with that guy. Let's say his name is, uh, it's a very Spanish name. Jose. <laughs> oh, hey, Jose. Oh, Jose. Let's say his name is Jose. She's like, let's say we're just talking like, okay, so Jose, wouldn't you enjoy a night with Emma? Like she was like, you know, basically being all Cupid for us. Like, and he's saying like, yeah, like I, I'm down. And then he was, and she was saying like, but can I watch? And then he was like, looking like, Am I gonna be literally with Emma and this lady? Like he was thinking, like, wow, I'm gonna go home with two girls tonight. And then basically, like the the girl, she was saying, like, but I'm married. So she said, I cannot do anything with you, but I will just watch you and Emma. And he was just like, I bet I don't. I mean, he's a guy. He's saying, like, I don't yeah. care. Like, you know. So and I was just sat there, like, literally just watching them make plans and i'm just sitting there and i'm like guys wow. like i'm I'm right here and then they said like are you down and i said like I, I told them honestly like this is new to me like i've never done anything like this and literally they were just like you don't have to do anything like we'll do all the work like all you have to do is just be there and i'm like i bet so i was just like it required very little effort on my part all i yeah. had to do was just like go there i was just like okay so they found like they booked a like a nice hotel room, like last minute. Like, I think it was at the W or something like that. So I was thinking like, nice, like <laughs> I get to stay in a nice hotel tonight. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah. And then it was just like, she called the shot. Like she's, I think she's in her mid thirties. So she was just like, you know, she knew her shit. And I was just like, okay, let's just let the Germans take over. <laughs> you know, she was just like, okay, you get over there, you undress. And she was just like directing everything. And then, Basically, she was just like, suddenly she was just down there, you know, eating me out. And I was just like, okay, this is new. Like, And then suddenly, like, he was there. And then, like, we were, like, doing it. And then she was watching. And then he actually tried to, like, kiss her and, like, do something with her. And then she was like, no, 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 no. These lips are only for my husband and girls. <laughs> I was just like, wow. I wanted to laugh. And I was just like, okay. <laughs> 
flow and then I was just and then the next and then after like a couple like I don't know we were there for like maybe she was there for like maybe like an hour or two and then she said okay good night guys I'm gonna go home to my husband enjoy the evening in this hotel room and we were just like okay bye (laughs) so she left and it was just me and the guy and then I think we did it like another time I'm not so sure but I was I was kind of out of it and he was kind of out of it as well it wasn't actually that good because I think we were both just like really tired and drunk so we ended up just like ended up falling asleep and then the next morning we just like went back home and this guy we we i mean it wasn't awkward between us like we're just like you know we're still friends yeah. but now like i mean but now we don't talk as much because he's got like a proper girlfriend now and like you know we're all busy with work so but you know we, we still kind of somewhat keep in touch i saw him recently like we ended up going to we had a flight together like we went back to like you know like a work flight together yeah, so yeah yeah, but it was normal. Like it was just chill. Like we did we did not talk about that evening at all. Like like it never happened. Wow. Yeah. That's, that's great. That's like a that's like a bucket list. Yeah, that was so funny. I was just like, well, that's something I'll never forget. And it was just so funny because like I remember like uh one of my close friends here, she's quite um senior in the company, and she warned me like about that specific manager she was just like oh she goes both ways and the the moment she found out that i was on the same flight with like my classmate and she was just like honestly you're her type and he's everybody's type i feel like she would be flirting with both of you and then i remember like that time when i first flew with that manager i was talking to her and then she mentioned it like straight up and she was just like you know i'm bisexual right i was like in my head, I was just like, I pretend I didn't know. Like, I pretend I wasn't briefed about it. I was like, oh, really? And she's like, yeah. And then she was saying, like, I was just looking at you and, like, um, Jose. And I'm thinking, hmm, I think I like you more. She said that to me. Wow. And I was like, that's a, that's a big compliment because, like, Jose is a fucking good looking man. And I'm thinking, yeah. like, one, one point for me. Yeah. <laughs> so, like, she chose so, me. <laughs> after that experience with your manager, mm-hmm. how did you feel? sexy toward women now i guess just same neutral, thing like neutral. nothing again like neutral again see i don't know i'm kind of like an emotionless blob <laughs> but i yeah. was just like yeah, same same I, I wouldn't say that i'm bi i guess I, I i mean i find women beautiful yeah but i wouldn't go as far as saying like i would be in a relationship with one and you would um, initiate sex with a woman unless they initiate yeah i guess or unless the woman's like drop dead fucking gorgeous and i'd be like hey <laughs> i don't know <laughs> did she know what she was doing for you oh, yeah. in terms of how you felt that night if you were I, I would say she's she's very skilled okay i mean i i mean that's that's maybe because like she used to be like a lesbian so she knows yeah in your workings of a woman of so, course like, of course well so. being being in all of these experiences mm-hmm. and very colorful. <laughs> did you did you have an orgasm? Because we haven't touched up on that yet. But did yeah, you yeah. get off on all the guys? No. No, I would just say it was the psycho guy so far. Okay, so one out of the, the many experiences. Mm, yeah. Just the psycho guy. Because maybe because like we've done it. Uh, quite a few times okay so it was at that point that i guess we're like comfortable with each other and we kind of knew what each other like what the other person liked yeah so for me like like sexually like i was most comfortable with him only because like we've done it quite 
a few times. Yeah. So, but then with the others, it was technically just like one night stands. So, you know, it wasn't exactly ideal, but you yeah. know, I would say like with the psycho guy. Yeah. Sorry, I'm like, I'm just calling him the psycho guy. Like that's his name for me now, like the psycho guy. Yeah, <laughs> it's important. I think a lot of people should realize that. Yeah. Whether it's someone that you've been with for a very long time mm-hmm. or someone new. Right. It's the comfortability. Yeah, I was, I was I was I was comfortable with him despite yeah. him being crazy. Well, he wasn't crazy when I was like sleeping with him. So yeah, <laughs> yeah. What do you think it was? I mean, why why do you think he just like person? Do you think it was probably because he thought he would have more uh, control over the situation? My friend told me because like, well, she's she's Korean, so she said like unfortunately a lot of like uh, I, she doesn't want to generalize, but then she's Korean, so. I feel like she has every right to have her opinion about it. But she said, unfortunately, a lot of like Korean guys think this way that, you know, they're just more like the, he expected me to bend my back for him and like cancel my plans and do the same for him. So I said, well, that's not me. I wouldn't do that. But then he's, but then she said like, yeah, but Korean guys expect Korean girls to do that way. But I said, oh, I'm obviously not Korean. So he should know that it's not like, I guess normal for me to do that or it's you know like he shouldn't expect that off me that's right that's right yeah. exactly all right yeah. so what's in store for you now what do you want to <laughs> do what do you want to experience I guess now well lately I've been on some dating apps because my my flights take me to the U.S. a lot so I I it's a good and a bad thing um, I guess I mean good in a way that I tend to visit the same city over and over again, but it's annoying for me because like I'd rather do other flights than go to the U.S. Like I prefer going to Europe more or like Asia because the flights are easier. But like in um work point of view, I don't like going to the U.S. Okay. But in terms of like dating, I guess it's good for me because then I would be in the same city often and I could possibly like form a relationship with somebody who's probably there because there are some crew that do that. Like they visit the same city over and over again and they're there like two, three times a month and they see their partner quite often. That's often for us, by the way, like two, three times a month. That's often to see like for, let's say flight attendants to see their partner. That's quite a lot already. So I thought like, okay, well maybe I could do the same. So I've been like, um, I've been on hinge I, I do find better people on Hinge, I would say, than Tinder and Bumble. Okay. So I'm talking to a few guys there now. Um, hopefully, I could meet a good one soon. And I don't know. I guess we'll see where that one goes. <laughs> I guess in the meantime, it's just conversations. You know, yeah. Yeah. It's down. What about Philippines or Asia? Um, do you miss hanging out with Filipino guys? I I wouldn't say I ever, I don't think I've ever hung out with like, you mean like to date a Filipino guy? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I've never. Technically that, I I mean, if we're counting my high school experience, he was Filipino, but he's gay. And then like that guy from university, he wasn't even Filipino. He was just like half, but he was mostly American. So I wouldn't say that I ever dated a Filipino guy actually. More stateside, I guess. Yeah. yeah, mostly like they were f- either halfies or like foreign. Yeah, okay, uh, that's fine. Yeah, who knows? Well, maybe we'll meet somebody from the Philippines as well. <laughs> yeah, I mean, 
you're you don't come often here, right? So no, I don't really go there often. So I feel like my options are just yeah. like at least maybe US because I do US a lot, or maybe some Europe if I'm lucky. But I don't fly to Asia as often as I hope to or wish. But I do love Asia flights way more. I mean, this is work wise. Like I prefer yeah, yeah doing Asia flights more. But in terms of overall, out of all the guys that you've met, mm-hmm. in a, the in terms of connecting, right? What 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 nationality do you connect more with? I honestly would prefer somebody with like a similar background as me. Like you know, I'm Asian, so I like somebody who's also like in touch with their Asian roots. But then okay. I'm also quite Westernized at the yeah. same time. So somebody I would say that is a mixture of both, right? Like maybe Asian Americans, you know, something like that would be ideal for me. Mm. Yeah. Because I always feel like when I'm like, let's say with like Europeans or like full-blown like Caucasians, right? There's always something that's lacking. And I always think like, you don't get my Asian side, you know, like, or let's say I'm like with like proper Asians, like, you know, like let's say the full Korean guys and there's like a language barrier. Mm-hmm. So for me, that's like a big deal because like, I, I mean, with, for anybody, like communication is like the most important thing. So I need to establish a good like relationship with someone. I need to talk to them or at least understand their quirks or humor. Like it has to be the same. And I feel like my humor is very a mixture of like Asian and Western cultures. So I need somebody who can understand both sides of me. And I'd want someone like that. I can understand, understand all sides of them. That's right. True. All so, right. We got a couple questions and then we're done. Yeah. Um, it's it just either you can just answer straight up mm-hmm. um, really basic. And uh, these are questions that Doc Rika uh, has come up with. and. So here we go. Uh, lights on or off? Off. Hard and fast or slow and sensual? Ooh, slow and sensual. <laughs> Dominant or submissive? Mm, me? I don't know. Uh, Dominant. Morning sex or evening sex? Evening. Or, or late into the morning? <laughs> <laughs> in the morning a little brunch <laughs> a little brunch uh favorite sex position oh um missionary i guess very basic <laughs> uh, what's a position you've never tried that you're curious oh about? i don't know what it's called i'm just like not maybe i wouldn't think so much about the position but i'd like to i've always wanted to do it like in the car Oh, like, okay. Yeah. Yeah. Not really a position, but just a place. Okay. Or a place. Yeah. <laughs> Do you masturbate? Yeah. How often? Oh, I don't know. <laughs> Honestly, sometimes I I only really do it when I'm like really in need of a good night's sleep. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> like when I'm desperate, like, oh, I can't sleep. Like, you know, like usually it's, I don't know. I wouldn't say it's very often, but. I, then again, I don't sleep often, so... Yeah, that's true. Yeah. You need it sometimes. Yeah. Do you have any toys? Toys? No, I don't. Oh, we'll send you something from uncrew.com. Ooh, interesting. That's a first for me. Yeah. Which do you enjoy more, oral or penetration? Oral, for sure. Oh, wow. 
Yeah. Would you rather be with someone with no sexual experience or a ton of sexual experience? Uh, maybe I, I go for some with a ton. I want someone to show me the ropes. <laughs> Would you ever have sex in a public place? Possibly, yeah. Where? Well, I was once like fingered in a park. (laughs) 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 It was in a park. (laughs) So I'm guessing maybe a park. Okay, okay, yeah. Yeah. (laughs) What's your most erogenous zone on your body? What's my most what? Erogenous zone. So it turns you on when it's touched. Zone. Oh. Or kiss. Kiss? Like area where I get kissed? Um, yeah, that turns you on. Like mm, nipples, neck. Like neck for me. Neck what is your dirtiest oh, behind sexual? The ears. Oh, behind the ear. Okay. okay. What is your dirtiest mm. sexual fantasy? Fantasy? Oh, I've always oh my god, this this might sound really weird, but like I've always wanted to eat sushi off a very good looking man like they do that in japan like they have like a lie down and you can eat sushi off them i thought that's really sexy i want to do something like that they actually had that here and then they banned it um it was a gentleman's no. club oh i would have loved that yeah um it was a gentleman's oh, club i would have loved that owned by um you probably know her Mario Zawa. So this was off the record. This was off the record. They did not promote it. But Uh if you got a VIP room, they would tell you what it what they do in the room. So when this first opened, I think it was 20, it was 2016, 2017, or maybe even earlier. I was invited Uh by her to check out her bar somewhere in Pasai. And so I went and a friggin' college student. She looked so young. I was like, yo, this girl even legal. She lies down uh, on this table where we're supposed to eat. And she's she takes off her robe, lies down on this table. And she's got pubic hair, right? Like, it's not trim. So I'm like, oh, shit. What the hell? I thought we are having drinks. And... Oh, She's like, oh, wait, just wait. They bring out fucking sushi and lay it on her. And she's just sitting there. She's just lying there for the whole damn time that we're drinking. And then they bring up the sake. And they tell her to uh, basically put her legs, not up in the air, but basically bend her legs so that she's like... Uh, Sort of opening her legs, missionary. So missionary position. So she opens right. her legs. Okay. Mi- yeah. Missionary position. And uh she spreads her legs open with her toes on the table, wide open. And you have to make salo. So you put the shot glass in the bottom of her crack, and then they pour the sake. And then you take the shot. Yeah. No. Yeah, yeah. But we were not, we were wild. forbidden to touch her. <laughs> we weren't allowed. To right? Her. Yeah. Like she's just. Yeah. 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 That's a thing in Japan, apparently. Yeah. Like they they do these like, it's like a buffet, you know. 
Wow. I was like, damn. That was my first time. I, I don't know. Like, it was just like some random fan. Yeah. Yeah. It was. Oh, it was I wild. would love and to it, experience that. I'd be so interested. I'll, I'll, I'll find out if someone does it in my. I'll, I'll ask for you. I'll ask. Yes. Them. Thank you so much. Let me know. <laughs> yeah. 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 So, would you end up sleeping with another girl? Next time I'm back in town. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Another girl. I wouldn't say, I mean, I wouldn't say I'm looking forward to it or at least I'm super interested, but like, I mean, I never say never, you know, <laughs> but never no, say never. I, I still would say I prefer guys over girls, yeah, but never say never. <laughs> yeah. You still like it. <laughs> yeah. But for girls, I say never say never. <laughs> well, thank you so much, Emma. You're fantastic. Awesome. Awesome sharing. Thank, Thank you, you so much for enlightening us and, and, and shedding more light on late, I guess, late bloomers. And you sort, I think yeah. you caught up. You may have had little experiences, but started late. yeah, you started late, but you definitely caught up and surpassed a lot of people starting <laughs> early. Uh, on the, those experiences are, they, they, they may not be quantity, but they are quality experiences. And um, quality. <laughs> and what I love is you are you own it. Like you're not emotionally involved and you know to somewhat compartmentalize or departmentalize. Okay, this is just for sex. Mm -hmm. the, you're not emotionally involved and you have that awareness, which is fantastic. Mm -hmm. So it, it doesn't get mm -hmm. you into yeah. any kind of drama or toxicity. And it's very, very healthy. So um yeah, enjoy. Right. Keep on having sex safely, uh, and uh, hopefully, safely. yeah, yeah, safely. Keep keep taking those pills and using condoms. <laughs> of course, of course. And uh, that's the episode. Thank you so much for listening in. Don't forget to add us up, like, and share the Sexy Minds on Spotify, on Pocket Cast, Anchor, and uh, if you guys are thinking of putting up your own podcast or maybe moving your podcast shout podcast network asia also podmachine.com thank you so much the simplest way to grow your and edit your podcast it's a more affordable plan for audio and video they can actually create bulk videograms tiktok and ig reels for yourselves and uh, inclusive on transcription and show notes that's one big bundle check them out podmachine.com also follow myself on social media it's t-j-t-o-n-y-t-o-n-i and underscore doc rika cruz thank you for your time and we'll see you guys in the next episode thank you for listening to the sexy minds podcast make sure to follow the hosts at dj tony tony and at underscore rika cruz to get more of their sexy minds powered by podcast network asia The views and opinions expressed by the podcast creators, hosts, and guests do not necessarily reflect the official policy and position of Podcast Network Asia, the hosts of the program, or other programs of the network. Any content provided by the people on the podcast are of their own opinion and are not intended to malign any religion, ethnic group, club, organization, company, individual, or anyone or anything.